I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Mark Lerner graduated from Michigan State University with high honors with a B.A. in social science. Back in 1972, he completed an intensive one-year training course in professional astrology and began his incredible career. He deals primarily with what they call mundane astrology, focusing on the higher destinies of nations, humanity, and good old planet Earth as well. And here he is back on Coast to Coast AM. Mark Lerner. Mark, welcome back. Well, thank you, George. Great to be with you. You ready for a great 2024? (laughs) Well, Mercury has just gone direct, or what we call stationary. So um, the ancient messenger of the divine is extremely strong. And um, although I have my own, uh, I've created three different podcasts about the truth about Mercury retrograde, I'm not such a firm believer in the modern approach of the negativity and the fear that um, some of the uh, calendars come out with about Mercury in reverse. It's just because it happens three times a year for three weeks at a time, and there isn't sort of an equal emphasis on all the planets that go in reverse, Venus, Jupiter, Mars, and so on. Let's talk a little bit about some predictions you made in January and March of last year that are pretty uncanny. One is you said Vladimir Putin was not going to back down in Ukraine, and you're right about that. Oh, well, he's a tremendous nemesis. You know, he's been in power since 2000. So we've got 23, almost 24 years, and I guess he's supposedly running for re-election in March, but that's a done deal. And... um. The big problem with um, these leaders like Putin and Xi 
is that they interact with America's birth chart from the Declaration of Independence, July 4th, 1776. Um, and their own charts um, show, I mean, apparently the people in Russia are still going for Vladimir, and in China we know they have a more or less capitalist economy, but it's still a communist nation. But their birth charts um, do not jive really easily with America's chart. No, not at all. Not not at all. And it seems like he's going to run again this year. And uh, so that'll put 24, 25 years behind him. Yeah, and um, it's, it's just such a, I mean, of course there are other parliamentary systems throughout Europe and other places, and um, we have such an unusual situ uh, situation with our Constitution, which um, the presidency used to be always by tradition March 4th, every four years, and then that changed after FDR was president, and um, it changed to January 20th. So um, literally at noon, January 20th, whenever we have after an election, literally at noon, whether the person takes what, whatever oath they take, that's when the presidency begins. So we have a very fixed system, and we can't really get out from under it. We've got a big uh, total solar eclipse on April 8th of this year. What does that mean? Well, this is, there's so, I mean, this has been hyped for a long time. There won't be another total solar eclipse uh, in the continental U.S. for 20 years. So that's why the astronomers in particular and hotels are being booked. So what's happening is this is a total solar eclipse with the path of totality that comes out of the uh, Pacific, goes through Mexico, and then goes its path of totality goes through places like Austin and Dallas and uh, eventually goes through kind of the southeast and the mid middle uh, east states like Missouri and Illinois and then goes up through New York it actually goes through Montreal Canada and out through Newfoundland and this the the reason this is so special is that this planet called Chiron, which is considered the first centaur planet, which was discovered in 1977, is exactly with the sun and moon. And that's what makes for astrologers some extraordinary kind of thing because, and I've studied it, and so many astrologers, which we had with Welcome to Planet Earth for 20 years, um, have studied Chiron. And Chiron is uh, a centaur, half human, half horse in mythology. But it was discovered in November of 1977, has all these amazing qualities, shamans, even astrology itself, prophecy. Um, it's connected to alternative medicine and herbs, even music and archery. So many different areas that Chiron is strong with, including ETs, UFOs, um, the Great Pyramid, and the Twilight Zone. Um, and one other little hmm. thing is that um, we're having, America's having three Chiron returns, one on April 21 of this year, another one on November 7th, two days after the election, and a third one next February. So we're going to have um, crises and challenges about healing, but also breakthroughs. I, I just sort of have a feeling that the, U, um, the UFO or aerial phenomenon movement is going to become incredibly strong because of this. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, the path of totality is what is the big thing. When we had the total eclipse, remember um, when, when President Trump 
was president August of 2017. That path of totality started out here in Oregon, went through the, the middle of the United States, and what was phenomenal about it, George and the listeners, is that it ended in Charleston, South Carolina, where the Civil War began on April 12, 1861. It also went through the birthplace of Edgar Cayce in Kentucky. So I watched these things from a psychological and spiritual pathway. These paths of totality are not just astronomical, but they represent sort of evoking spirit, you know, and change and so on. But April 8th, and anyone born like around April 7, April 8, April 9, um, this is a really powerful time. It's also a new moon. So the sun, the moon, and Chiron will all be together. It's a very exact alignment. Um, if people, uh, with my podcast on um, Great Enterprises and Astroscope, I did about a three-hour one called Discover your personal chirological cycles. I did it a couple years ago. If people want to learn about um, how Chiron works with them and so on, they should um, take a listen to that because it's filled with charts about famous people like Jeff Bridges, the actor, um, and so many other people who have very strong Chiron. By the way, both President Biden and uh, former President Trump have, have exceedingly strong Chirons, okay? So to their different um, parties, there is a sense of healers. This is another thing about Chiron, a kind of wounded healer archetype. So they, are, they, they have to do with healing the country, but there's, both people have wounds, you know, in terms of how the public looks at them and different things that go on in their lives. But they're both powerful Chiron figures. Before Chiron was discovered, how did astrologers handle this? Well, this is what keeps changing in the, in the course of history. Of course, before Uranus was discovered, or Uranus, depending on how you team it, March 13, 1781, um, a lot of the ancient and medieval meanings of, of the planets, they were the seven celestial bodies, the sun and moon, the two lights, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. And so Jupiter had certain meanings, so did Saturn and Mars and so on. But once you start discovering Uranus in 1781, Neptune in 1846, and Pluto in 1930, then Chiron in 1977, we suddenly sort of need to shift what rules what. But, for instance, one of the rulerships of Chiron, which literally has an etymology going back to the meaning of using your hand, like I think you just had someone on about palmistry. Yes. Palmistry and the fact that Chiron, it's often... Um, it sounds like, I mean, it's spelled, the, we, the way we spell it is C-H, but it really has a K sound, and um, its etymology really goes back to Latin and Greek, meaning the hand. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, 
but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, what about Pluto? What's it, its involvement? Okay, well, we've been dealing with uh, what's called America's first Pluto return from 1776. Pluto um, was never dropped. You know, the astronomers dropped it. They called it a dwarf planet. But at the same time, they raised Ceres, the largest asteroid, and said it's also a dwarf planet rather than than an asteroid. But astrologers have never uh, gone along with that. And now we have planets like Sedna and Eris, Maki Maki, Haumeo, a lot of uh, strange names, uh, planets beyond Pluto. But Pluto has a 246 to 247 year cycle. And if you add those years from 1776, you get, and this is pretty amazing, it's over a couple years, four days before Putin invaded Ukraine we had our first Pluto return. And Pluto is the god of the underworld, of extremes, of mysteries and secrets. And in mythology, Pluto had a helmet that when he came to the upper world, it would make him invisible. So a lot of things that have to do with things that are kept in the dark, conspiracies, all these things that, you know, we're we're now concerned with the last couple years, you know, wondering still, you know, what happened with with JFK, what happened with 911, what's going on. In, around the world in all of these areas, um, which are global hotspots and having all these threats. The, this, the extreme nature of that is because Pluto is the extremely far-out planet three billion miles away. So Pluto is not that great when it comes around, is it? 
Well, it's in, in the chart that we have used for many decades with Welcome to Planet Earth and at Great Pair Enterprises. Um, the chart we use, Pluto is in what's called house number two when America was born, and that's the house of finance and business and money. And since Pluto, I mean, for instance, it has a lot of spiritual meanings. When Pluto works well, it represents sort of the will of the divine, will, purpose, and power. So people who are born with, say, sun conjunct Pluto or Pluto rising or the moon with Pluto or planets that are what we call trine, which is a triangular link, which is favorable, or sextile, which is 60 degrees, and they, they have a strong Pluto, then they can, they can be... Um, sort of the movers and shakers, the billionaires, you know, who can do a lot of good, and it doesn't have to be greed. So give me an overview of 2024. Thumbs up or down? Well, you know, I've been an internal optimist. Um, every, uh, having done the, the astrology cosmic calendar for 42 years, every single day, when I've, whatever I've written, there are positive energies. And what I wanted everybody out there to know, every we have 13 new moons every year, which is a time of forward momentum, building forward mo- momentum. And every full moon two weeks later, this is when millions of people now meditate, you know, join together in groups and so on to bring in goodwill, peace, and light. So, you know, I feel like every day there's golden opportunities in the field of astrology. We're going to have different crises and different threats. But somehow um, this Chiron force is really important about healing. And by the way, 50 years ago, when President Nixon resigned and President Ford took over, there were five Chiron returns. So we're going to have an election year like no other time except for maybe 50 years ago. We can't make predictions yet. Some people have, but we don't really know who the candidates are yet. Right. And, you know, the thing is, is, you know, Anything could happen in terms of, the, the uh, for instance, Kamala Harris, you know, has been sort of roasted and criticized a lot, but she is the first woman uh, vice president. Um, and the thing is, is that Nikki Haley um, is born, and get this, January 20th, 1972, and January 20th is when we have our inaugurations. And there's a lot of talk now about the fact that she might go on the ticket with Trump. I'm concerned about Iran and its involvement with Israel and Hamas. What about you? Okay, we're having absolutely, you know, you've asked me many times, there are all these global hotspots, but with this Pluto return also, um, in what's called astrocartography, or moving sort of around the planet with a chart, it's, it's a phenomenal field that's developed over 40 years. America's Pluto, this Pluto that's come back, is literally over the Persian Gulf. And what's been happening with with um, Hezbollah and Hamas and these Houthi um, rebels, um, Iran is now much more aligned with Russia, you know, and China as well. Yeah. And one other little thing here, Jupiter is coming, uh, will unite with Uranus for the first time in 14 years. That happens on April 20th and 21st in Taurus. And Israel is going to bear the brunt of both Jupiter and Uranus, these big planets going over its sun in Taurus, because Israel came into being May May 14th, 1948. Um, So I am very concerned about how this Middle East situation is exploding, and uh, it just feels like that's always, you know, the key area where everything um, 
boils over, and, and it's very worrisome. What determines the events that happen, Mark? The astrological events? Well, or do they only and, foretell what happens? Um, as Carl Jung, the Swiss psychotherapist who got into astrology, did the charts of dozens, if not hundreds, of married people, he's the one who coined the expression, whatever happens at a moment of time has the qualities of that moment of time. So an astronomer has called me twice, or he hasn't actually called me, and he keeps saying, all you astrologers are con artists because Jupiter and Saturn are hundreds of millions of miles away, and they, they can't influence you as a person. Well, he's exactly right, but he doesn't understand it's symbolic. When you take your first breath, the, the planetary motions, the sun, the moon, the eight main planets, four main asteroids, Chiron, what are called the nodes of the moon, they're, they're in different signs of the zodiac, they're in different houses and different alignments, and that is kind of your path of destiny. And then you get these transits and progressions that give you opportunities or challenges every day of your life. Truly remarkable how it works so, Mark, isn't it? It works amazingly, but see, Sir Isaac Newton, who was into astrology and alchemy, had this um, fight with Edmund Haley. They were at some kind of uh, um, gathering, and it's a famous saying because Edmund Haley, eventually Haley's Comet was named after Haley after he died, but they were at a conference, and Edmund Haley was a strict astronomer, and Sir Isaac Newton was actually an astrologer, and he is quoted as saying, Sir, I have studied the subject, and you have not. And this is a famous thing. We have a lot of astronomers who just are unwilling to sort of jump into the astrology area and, and give it the credit that it needs. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. 
Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.